At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Beeson's College Football Betting Podcast. Welcome in a special edition of the College Football Betting Podcast. It is live today. Well, for those of you listening on our College Football Betting Podcast feed, it is not live, but we are live here on VEASAN and the DraftKings Network. I am Tim Murray, joined as always on Tuesdays by Adam Burke. You can follow him on Twitter at Skating Tripod. Just a little housekeeping. I don't want to, we're live, so we want to get right into it, but just a little, uh, a little housekeeping here for the College Football Betting Podcast. We're back to our normal schedule. We will have myself and Adam Burke breaking down the early week games, Updated power ratings, courtesy of Adam and his article on VEASAN.com. And then myself and Matt Newmans will hang out on Thursdays and pick some games. So uh, that'll be the schedule moving forward. Today, Adam, we will get to a little bit later on in the show because we have a, I wouldn't say a, a, a meaty Thursday slate, but we do have a ranked team in Utah taking on Florida. We've got some interesting games. We've got a Big Ten game as well with Minnesota taking on Nebraska. So we will get to the week one slate, the Thursday games a little bit later on in the show. We will also have Chris Andrews, sportsbook director from the South Point, join us here in studio. But Adam, let's uh, let's start with this because we're going to get to your power ratings. I know not too many adjustments for you based off of what we saw in weeks number zero. We will hit on some of the uh, the bigger moments and the takeaways, so to speak, from week zero. But we do have some interesting news as the Ohio State quarterback battle seems like it has come to a close as Kyle McCord has won the job. He will start against Indiana this week over Devin Brown from the early onset, it felt like McCord would be the guy, Adam. Then Devin Brown gained some of this momentum, but the announcement made on Tuesday that it would indeed 
be Kyle McCord over Devin Brown. Does this change anything for you and your thought process of the Buckeyes in 2023? No, I don't think so. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty happy that Ryan Day took as long as he possibly could to make this decision because, as you mentioned just before we started recording here, I mean, it's not like Ryan Day has had a bad quarterback at Ohio State, and Ohio State should really never have a bad quarterback. But the fact of the matter is he had two options, and he took his time trying to figure it out. And, of course, they do have Brian Hartline calling plays now, the wide receiver coach turned offensive coordinator. So I think they just took their time with this decision. And the nice thing for Ohio State Look, based on my power ratings, 32-point favorite this week against Indiana, 41-point favorite at home against Youngstown State in week two. That line will probably be even higher than that. And then a 30-point favorite against Western Kentucky in week three. Their first two Big Ten games, Maryland and Purdue, over a three-touchdown favorite there as well. So the thing that Ryan Day said is, you know, Kyle McCord is the starter, but Devin Brown will play. Mm -hmm. He's going to have, within these first six games, five opportunities to probably play both guys, and we'll see what happens in that game in South Bend in week four but he'll have time to figure this thing out and have the quarterback position fully squared away by the time they you know get tested a little bit during big 10 play. Yeah. And we've talked about the big 10 quite a bit and Ohio state is uh, for those of you watching with us, we have some graphics up of what their win total is 10 and a half, you know, the win total for Michigan, I know the juice is different, but the win total for Michigan is 10 and a half. The win total for Ohio state is 10 and a half. They both obviously play each other and then they both play Penn state but the schedules to me are pretty drastically different. You mentioned Notre, uh, Ohio State. They have to go on the road to Notre Dame. When you look at Michigan's non-conference schedule, I mean, there's a good chance you and I would uh, put up some points against you know, East Carolina to open up the season. Uh, then they follow that daunting experience uh, taking on our local UNLV Rebels and then uh, Bowling Green to close out the year. One of my favorite win totals under on the year. So it's, it, you know, the, the schedule certainly uh, favors Michigan. If you're looking at a win total and one of the crossover games, Michigan gets uh, doesn't even play Iowa or Wisconsin while Ohio state has to go to on the road to Wisconsin. So the schedule absolutely favors Michigan. If you're looking at which win total you're looking to play. Yeah. I have Ohio state projected for 10.52 wins on the season. I have Michigan for 11.18 yeah. because Michigan schedule, as you mentioned, much, much easier. I mean, the bye week might be the smallest underdog against them through week 10. <laughs> I have them a 19 and a half point favorite in every game up until they go to happy Valley in week 11. So this Michigan team, I mean, I know there's a little bit being made of Harbaugh, you know, the self-imposed suspension and some of the other offensive coaches not being there and, all that kind of thing. Ultimately, it's not going to matter. They could sleepwalk through the first 10 weeks of the season and be nine and zero going into that matchup against Penn state. And of course, we'll see what the Nittany lions look like at that point in time with drew Aller, a phenomenal backfield, a really, really talented roster. But I think James Franklin probably holds them back in the big games again. Yeah. Yeah. Penn state uh, has certainly got a lot of buzz. People believe at plus five fifty or a little around, you know, plus three, or I think I saw as high as like plus four twenty five to make the playoff. Uh, we will see Penn State a 20-point favorite this week at home against what is thought to be a pretty down West Virginia team. I didn't know we were coordinated with the black shirts I know. under the blazer, too. I walked in, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of us, yeah. man. Yeah, we're, 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 we're feeling good. We're, we're, <laughs> we're getting ready. We're, we're in the thick of it. So, uh, quarterback news uh, to start here. Kyle McCord getting the nod over Devin Brown. UCLA is a team that I've heard some people uh, that I respect. You know, Stanford Steve on this podcast back in July from ESPN. Uh, obviously, he has a, a relationship relationship with Chip Kelly knows him pretty well, but he was bullish on the Bruins heading into 2023. And when 
when you look at UCLA, we, we could dive into the Pac-12 side of things, but the reason I'm bringing them up as they have announced that Ethan Garbers will be the starter, Adam, but Colin Schley, the, the Kent State transfer, and Dante Moore, the five-star recruit who once upon a time thought he was going to Notre Dame, then he committed to Oregon, and then ultimately landed at UCLA with some uh, decent NIL money coming his way. It looks like it's a three-headed monster there at UCLA, but they're going to go with Garbers to start, but likely going to play all three quarterbacks against Coastal Carolina on Saturday. Yeah, and I'm really curious to see how this goes. I mean, it's very hard for guys to get into a rhythm when you're trying to get reps for everybody. And to me, I think it's kind of a concern for UCLA, potentially long-term, where Chip Kelly, I think he's going to say all the right things publicly and say, you know what, we kind of like all three guys. But to me, this kind of feels like he doesn't really like any of the three going into the season here. And the fact that the five-star freshman may play over a transfer that you brought in, an experienced transfer at that in Schley, and then, of course, Garbers, who was the backup to DTR last year, to me, that's a little bit concerning on the UCLA side. I don't know how much it matters this week against Coastal Carolina. 14 and a half is the number. My number is 15 and a half. So I'm in lockstep with the market, basically. Tim Beck era begins for the Chanticleers. You know, Grayson McCall is still there. And Grayson McCall, the best quarterback in this game, at least until we see what Dante Moore is capable of as that five-star freshman. But to me, I think it's a bit of a concern for UCLA. And look, I mean you know, maybe all three guys have success right away. And Coastal's defense took a massive downturn last year as they dealt with, dealt with injuries on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. But I don't know, to me, this kind of never works out when you have this pregame plan to play all three guys, maybe try to ride the hot hand in the second half, but it's hard to get in a rhythm with that kind of setup. Yeah. When you look back to last year, uh, this was a UCLA team, very fortunate to get out of a game against South Alabama, and they opened up the season against Bowling Green. They ultimately did cover it, but that if people remember back, that was a massive, massive move in the market. I think open 30-31, close 24. Actually could have middled that as they won by 28, but if my memory serves me correct, that was kind of a slow start for them against the Falcons there uh, to, to start off the season. 17-17 at halftime. There you go. Uh, so 24-17. 24-17 UCLA led at the half. So, yeah, we will see. Uh, Coastal Carolina, as, uh, as Adam, you mentioned, 24 and a half point favorite. So, you know, we've seen uh, no news yet on who ultimately will be the starter down at Alabama. Uh, so, you know, teams, some teams are, are solidified and that's kind of the fascinating part of this year is, you know, Carson Beck has been named the starter for Georgia, Adam, but that's a team that I think people are just expecting there to be no drop off. Well, talent wise, Carson Beck is probably more talented than Stetson Bennett, but let's not forget what Stetson Bennett was able to do over his tenure at Georgia, winning both national, winning two national championships, and he was the MVP of every single game that they played in the postseason. Yeah, and all these situations are different, right? I mean, for Georgia, their first two games, UT Martin and Ball State, they'll be enormous favorites in both of those they games. They'll be enormous favorites until November 18th. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I have them over a three-score favorite against South Carolina as well in week three in that conference opener. So, I mean, Georgia's got time to kind of let this thing settle in. For Alabama, they go and play Texas in week two. Yep. So, Nick Saban has to figure this thing out a lot quicker than Georgia does, where they can bring Carson Beck along pretty slowly. They'll be a huge favorite against Kentucky in week six as well, but I'm really high on the Wildcats this year. Not saying it's upset alert, but I do kind of like Kentucky to cover, kind of based on some of the games of the year lines that we saw. 
But yeah, for Alabama, I mean, they got to figure this thing out quick because Texas is definitely on the rise, not only from a talent standpoint, but also it seems like the vibes around the program have gotten stronger where everybody's kind of on the same page. Sure, the loss of Bijan Robinson's a big deal, yep. but I mean, they could get some pretty dynamic quarterback play throughout the course of the year. Uh, Texas is a team uh, that I've talked about quite a bit on this podcast. I'm almost terrified to see them play ultimately because uh, I'm, I'm too high on a Texas team that always is overhyped and under delivers. But uh, real quickly to wrap up the opening segment, we're going to get to the adjustments that Adam made in his power ratings. The few that there were over the seven FBS games, Chris Andrews will join us at the bottom of the hour to give us uh, some early movement in week one. Remember these numbers have been up for almost two months. So there's been a lot of movement uh, from, uh, from the wise guys, so to speak, Notre Dame and Navy open the year in a standalone game. Your number was around 24 and a half. We talked about on the podcast, ultimately, you did not play the game. Uh, Notre Dame looked very impressive to me. I don't want to get too uh, overexcited for a performance like this, but it was a team in Navy that returned nine starters from a defense that threw cover zero blitz at them nonstop in the second half, and they couldn't do anything last year. So an impressive performance. What do you do with the Irish uh, after that week zero performance? So I actually didn't do anything with the Irish. I mean, I had that line 24 and a half, as you mentioned. So I was four points above market. Now, whether or not I was in the right spot with Navy or in the right spot with Notre Dame, we'll find out as I get more data points. But I had a four point overlay. Shame on me for not playing it. I got scared with the lower total and, you know, the way that Navy plays yeah. can Notre Dame, you know, cover that big of a number. And obviously they did it with ease, but you know, look, Sam Hartman looked pretty good. Defense looked good against that Navy option. This is a good time of the year to get the option too. In yeah. week one or week zero had multiple weeks to prepare for it. Well done by Notre Dame. What about USC? Any adjustments after their performance in week zero? Good offense, shaky defense updated. Adam Burke's power ratings stock up stock down. We'll do that next right here on a special edition of the VSIN college football betting podcast. At bed, three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets. When you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page, sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro Picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up for only 19 bucks for your first month at slash subscribe. It is a special edition of the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast alongside Adam Burke. I am Tim Murray here on VSIN. And of course, if you become a VSIN Pro subscriber, one of the Many articles that you all have access to is the updated power ratings, courtesy of Adam Burke, which come out each and every weekend following that weekend's college football action. So we hit on a little bit before break Notre Dame, and you mentioned you didn't do anything with the Irish. Before we get to the teams that you did adjust, and by my count, five teams you made slight adjustments to. The other team ranked in the preseason top 25, USC was in action, And I'll be honest, it was kind of a typical USC game. They put up a lot of points. They look dynamic offensively. They have a superstar potentially uh, in the making in Zachariah Branch, who had a Reggie Bush-esque kickoff return for a touchdown. Caleb Williams dropped the football, ran it back, threw a 70-yard touchdown, and the defense gave up almost 200 yards on the ground to a San Jose State team who did not have – you know, they're, they're top two wide receivers from last year. Good quarterback in Chevin Cordero. So USC won. They did not cover. I was happy to see the over came home with uh, relative ease. 
But anything for you that you took away from USC, Adam, and anything that you've adjusted with the Trojans? Well, the defense still looks to be a problem. As you mentioned, the offense still looks pretty elite. I mean, this kind of feels like Ohio State from last year where, you know, this is a top two, top three offense. And I know Tyler Shoemaker, one of our new writers at vcin.com, proprietary rating system called the T-Shoe Index. He has USC as the number two offense in the country behind Ohio State. So that'll be, you know, kind of what we see throughout the course of the season from the Trojans. They're soft in the trenches. They just are. That's kind of a Lincoln Riley hallmark. His teams at Oklahoma were the same way too. I don't know if that's something that's going to change. I will give them some of the benefit of the doubt and, you know, hope that maybe it was just not being fully in game shape on the defensive side that they gave up so many rushing yards. But we don't don't need a hope for that. Yeah, we we probably don't need need a hope for that. that. Look, I mean, (laughs) this is the thing, though. This team will be very, very dangerous because if they ever force turnovers, they're probably going to turn them into points and they're going to score upwards of 40 points a game. Now, the Pac-12 is much stronger than it's been in previous seasons, so there is that. But I didn't adjust USC down, and maybe that's a mistake. I had the line 31 and a half, so I was pretty much right in line with the market. Didn't adjust them down at all. Didn't move San Jose State either. Maybe could have moved them up a little bit because it was a pretty impressive offensive showing for them. But I think it's kind of a wait and see for USC and you know, just wonder if they have enough offense to overcome the defense. And so far, the first data point says yes, but we saw that last year too. So kind of a wait-and-see approach for me with the Trojans. Yeah, we won't know what USC is until – we headed to mid-October. I mean, their schedule is ridiculously backloaded. For those of you watching with us, we flashed up USC's schedule. Uh, it is Cake City the first six weeks of the season, and then they go to Notre Dame, Utah. Oh, they don't go to Utah. They play Utah, play Washington, who they did not play last year, at Oregon, and home to UCLA. Uh, they played in week zero, did not travel, so there's no Ireland, Hawaii type of deal. So uh, they only get one bye week this year playing in week zero. They have a Interesting bye week if they were to make the Pac-12 championship, Adam, over Thanksgiving weekend. But, you know, the left side of the column, for those of you watching with us, San Jose State, Nevada, Stanford, Arizona State, Colorado, Arizona. Woo! Daunting. But uh, they should take care of business there. Uh, yeah, we'll see what San Jose State is uh, is made of. Are they as good as what we saw offensively? They play Oregon State, a very uh, packed, unlike unusual Pac-12 team where they want to be physical, want to play good defense, want to run the ball down your throat. So that game will be on Sunday afternoon. And I think a lot of times, you know, I mean, this week they're a 38 point favorite against Nevada. And I think a lot of times, yeah. And I think a lot of times people are just going to kind of gloss over a game like that and just, you know, kind of ignore it, not really give it the time of day. Nevada was pathetic offensively last year. If USC's defense struggles again this week, then that's when I'll kind of look at it and say, you know what? This is the same thing. This is just a broken record. And so then I probably will lower USC a little bit. Right now, I have a 37 and a half, markets 38. I feel comfortable with where I am. But Nevada was such a bad offense last year that if USC has problems this week, then I think we really do need to take notice, even if they score, you know, 50, 60 points. So we had seven games in total over the weekend, FBS games. Uh, the two games that we've just mentioned, USC, San Jose State, Notre Dame, Navy. Adam did not adjust any of those four teams, one team, two teams that you did just in the positive side. So stock up UMass and Hawaii Tyson Pumachan, the transfer from Georgia tech had actually gone to Clemson. Initially UMass has themselves a quarterback. They go down 
to New Mexico State. They win 41 to 30. We saw a lot of movement in the market pro UMass, and ultimately the movement was accurate as the Minutemen get a 41 to 30 win as a seven point underdog over the Aggies. So when you look at this game, Adam, what adjustments ultimately did you make for uh, the primetime showdown we got to witness in Las Cruces on Saturday night? Well, thanks for pronouncing the quarterback's name for me so I didn't butcher it because I knew I was going to if I had to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for UMass, look, they racked up almost 400 yards of offense in just 54 plays. So I have to give them some respect for that. Now, part of that, of course, could be New Mexico State just not being very good, although they were a bowl team last year under Jerry Kill, and you would have expected them to be ready for this game. And seemingly they weren't giving up the 40-burger there to UMass. So I bumped UMass up in my power ratings here. I moved them up two and a half points because obviously the quarterback situation is a big upgrade for them. Now, defensively, they still weren't any good. So I don't really want to give them too much. Also, New Mexico State minus three in turnovers in that game. But just to give UMass the benefit of the doubt, and also, as you mentioned, the market kind of liked them a little bit. My line was seven and a half, mostly close seven, but it did touch six, six and a half. So I gave UMass a two and a half point bump off that performance. Well, the market also uh, impressed too, as we've seen uh, their game against Auburn, uh, Adam, move to uh, five touchdowns. It was as high as 41 in early August, middle of August, I should say. And it is now pretty much market wide UMass catching 35 at Auburn. So is that going to be an over adjustment from what you saw? Remember that game was on primetime ESPN. So a lot of people were watching that on Saturday. You watch UMass be able to move the ball. You've got uncertainty there at Auburn. Uh, I, I would be, uh, I would be a little cautious. I would just say that uh, there with Auburn uh, lay or excuse me, UMass catching 35, another game that ultimately was the last game of the evening, thankfully, because it made sense because they were uh, the Hawaii rainbow warriors. Uh, Timmy Chang came on Vsin primetime on, uh, I believe it was Thursday evening. And this quote made its rounds on social media where he told me and Sean King, Adam, we know the point spread. We know what our win total is. And we're using that as motivation. And I'll be honest, watching that a game in its entirety. I'm glad I had some 17 with Hawaii and uh, I'm also glad that I took some seven with Hawaii against Stanford, uh, which is this Friday night, because they looked the part. They probably should have won that game. I think postgame win expectancy. I haven't seen all the, the numbers out there, but I would think Hawaii was expected to win that game based off of the ineffectiveness that they had in the red zone. They gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown. But when you look at this game, Vanderbilt did ultimately prevail, did not cover 35 to 28. Adam, what adjustments did you make in this one? Yeah, I bumped Hawaii up a couple of points. I mean, I give them a lot of credit. They make the long travel out to Nashville. And, of course, in week zero, it's a little bit easier. You can get there, get situated. They all got there that. on Wednesday, so, but, yeah, it did help. But still, I mean, it's a good performance for them on the road, a long way from home. Obviously, a lot of things going on in the state of Hawaii that kind of took their attention away over the last few weeks to a month. But, look, I mean, they held Vanderbilt to under 300 yards, and Vanderbilt ran 56 offensive plays in this game. So, pretty decent performance from the Hawaii defense. You mentioned the kick return touchdown. They also had the games only two turnovers. I believe they threw two interceptions, one of them, in the end so, zone, right? So, I mean, Hawaii, you know, they, they very well could have won this game. As you mentioned as a 17 point dog, I've got to give them credit for that. The tough thing about it is I was already a little bit lower than the market on Hawaii and Stanford this week. And now that I adjusted Hawaii, I'm even lower. I have that game at two the markets pretty much three, three and, and a half. half now. Yeah. So maybe I'm a little bit too high on Hawaii at this point in time, or I'm not low enough on Stanford. I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, I had to give Hawaii a little bit of a bump for a very impressive performance. And 
Good for them. I know they didn't get the win, but last year was a long season for them. This was a good opener, and hopefully they can kind of build off. Hawaii of has now covered eight of their last nine games going back to last year. Lastly, the adjustment that you made, actually the biggest adjustment, a team that you backed week number zero, sorry, Louisiana Tech found their way to get this victory. It was an ugly, ugly win over FIU. What did you do with the Bulldogs from Ruston? So the Bulldogs pitched a second half shutout, gave up four passing yards total in this game <laughs> and still didn't cover the number. They outgained FIU by like two and a half times. I still lowered Louisiana Tech three points. My line was 16 and a half. They never came close to covering. I was too high on this team coming into the year. And my number's still a little bit low this week against SMU. So, not on the Bulldogs, but we'll see how it goes. The boys from Ruston let Adam down. Four passing yards. We'll never, we'll never live this one down, Hank Bachmeyer. And it was only 178 rushing yards. It's not like an army where they run for 300 or something. What type of line movement have we seen for week one? A sportsbook director from the South Point, Chris Andrews, in studio next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow plus when you purchase the natural hybrid you're also helping fuel lisa's work with shelters and those in need since 2015 lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This 
This is VSIN's Best Bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With the NFL season right around the corner, nonstop football action is inside you. Can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. Use code BESTBETS to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL bet. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code BESTBETS. The crown is yours. See DKNG.com slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and draft and deposit re- restrictions do apply. We keep it rolling here on a special VSIN College Football Betting Podcast alongside Adam Burke. I am Tim Murray and joined in studio, Sportsbook Director from the South Point, the one and only Chris Andrews is here. Chris, I got to ask you this. Thursday night, Minnesota takes the field at home against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Is Minnesota going to be your favorite team in 2023? Because their quarterback's nickname is the Greek gunslinger. Oh, Ethan Kaliakmanis. That's your guy. That's your guy in 2023, Chris. You know, I don't have, uh, you know, everybody knows I would like to wear a lot of shirts from schools. I got to go get them in a minute. The Greek I'm, gunslinger? I always said I'm not, because I'm a Penn State guy, yeah. I'm not getting any Big Ten shirts. I may have to break my rule for that. <laughs> um, the, the, the Thursday games, Adam and I are going to break those games down. Four FBS versus FBS games on the slate. And the most intriguing certainly would be Florida and Utah. Chris, what have you guys done? with that game I see right now you're sitting Florida catching six and a half against Utah total at 45 but that's been such a unique game because we don't know the status of Cam rising the quarterback for Utah um I I, (laughs) listen (laughs) this is one man's humble opinion I I I think Utah beats them up no matter who's playing quarterback I mean they've had a long time you know, I mean, Rising got hurt last year. I think, Rose right? Bowl against yeah, your I mean, against so, your Nittany Lions. Yeah, so I mean, Whittingham's had a lot of time to make his adjustments. I think they've that program is kind of under the radar on a national scale. Out west here, we understand how good it is. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of good players. They got some revenge from last year. Uh, I think this number has gotten way too cheap. Um, I made it much much higher. You know, with with the quarterback, what's his name? Rising with rising yep. in there. Uh, but, I mean, I'm not sure how many points we're going to take off for a second string or th- even a third string quarterback that's been practicing for nine months, you know, with this program. So, um, I mean, yeah, it has to it has to count some, no doubt about it. But I think it's been way overreacted. I think his number should be way higher. Chris, speaking about making adjustments here. So these week one lines have been up for a couple of months mm-hmm. now. But we just got our first set of data points in week zero with the new clock rules. Mm-hmm. And we saw, I mean, there were fewer plays run in those week zero yeah. games than what the expectation would have been. So in terms of week one, did you move the totals down? Did you let betters kind of decide what they wanted to do with it? How did you adjust to that? Well, I think last week, if I remember correctly, it was four games under three games. Correct. Over. Yep. So I, I didn't see it being all that significant. And I think coaches, you know, we as handicappers, uh, and odds makers sometimes look at things in a bubble. And I think that, you know, coaches are 
they adjust, you know, and we have to take that into account. So I think as the year progresses, there's going to be certain teams that are going to want to, you know, have as many plays as they can, offensive-minded teams, which, by the way, is probably, what, 75% of the college teams right now, whereas the teams, you know, like Navy, and they were Mm -hmm. clearly outmatched the other day, but some teams like that are going to want to utilize that clock and let it go down to, uh, you know, a few seconds and then take their time, you know, running the next play. So I think coaches are going to adjust. I I did not make any moves, although I can tell you, the board's moving pretty good today with the totals. You know, they're all over the place. Um mostly on unders, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not making any big adjustments yet, you know, when, uh, we'll see how they play and, uh, you know, I let the betters have at it and we'll see what happens. Sportsbook director of the South point, Chris Andrews at Andrews sports on Twitter, just a, a little promo for, uh, for my purposes, every Friday, Chris Andrews joins me and Sean King on VEASAN Prime. Time to give us the latest from behind the counter before we head into a, a Saturday slate. Last week, you had mentioned USC, I think, was a 4-1 to ticket count. So that ultimately, I imagine, was a decent result mm-hmm. that uh, San Jose State was able to cover. You mentioned this uh, on the show with me and Sean about two weeks ago, that when you came out with your Game of the Year lines, you were bullish on Notre Dame right. and the betters were not so right. um, it's one data point as, as Adam mentioned, but from what you saw against the vastly undermanned Navy team, however, I'll say this Navy only lost to them by three points last year. So did you feel like you needed to make any adjustments on Notre Dame? Or were you kind of happy with uh, what you saw there on Saturday? Well, you know, as, as a bookmaker, right. forget odds maker yeah. as a bookmaker, uh, I, Saw I have to respect the market, yep. you know, and I lowered my rating on Notre Dame. Uh, I want to say two points, okay. you know, in respect to the what the market uh, had had shown me their evaluation of this team. I raised them back another point. After that. <laughs> I got to tell you, I mean, I know they played Navy and it was clear from the early, early parts of that game that they were a much superior team. That didn't mean they were going to cover the game. There's weather and turnovers sure. and all kinds of stuff. Um, but they were clearly a much superior team. Uh, I raised them back a point. Like I said, I, I, I think my original valuation was probably right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, not enough to go by on a game against Navy. But like I said, I lowered them two points. I raised them back a point after that performance. So Hartman looked unbelievable, I thought. And that's that was my yeah. that was my handicap going into this year. I thought he was going to be a huge difference. And I'd like to say, too, and I think I maybe mentioned this on your show, the coach, and I'm terrible with Marcus him, Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. He got better and year better two. as the year went on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we look at, you know, a coach is like this, and we stamp them as, you know, whether it's Bilicek, Saban, blah, blah, blah. Guys get better. They improve. And I think he got better as the year went on. What was his first game last year? At Ohio State? Ohio State. Then they, lost, tough... then they lost to Marshall. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. The Marshall game. Yeah. I don't know what happened. But you start at Ohio State. That's a that's yeah. baptism by fire, buddy. Let me tell you. But he got better and better as the year went on. And I think that, you know, he kind of parlays that success into this year. And he got a better quarterback. And uh, I think Notre Dame's right in the hunt for for a playoff spot. So we're light on marquee games here in week one. Unfortunately, it's good to have college football back, but we don't have a lot of signature games here this week. One that we do have, maybe one of the most memorable games from last year, LSU and Florida State. Mm. And this one is enormous, not only for these two teams in week one, but from a national championship perspective. So what kind of action are you seeing? And do you have any futures liability on either one of those teams? I don't have futures liability, a little bit on LSU, but I, I was very high on Florida State going into this year. 
Uh, well, it's not like I'm down on LSU. I'm not. I thought Florida State should actually be a little bit of a favorite, like one or two. Mm. And I think if I was out there betting, I'm not. I'm just, I, I'm, you know, I got enough problems as it is right now. <laughs> but I think if I was out there betting, I would look for a money line on uh, Florida State because I think this game is going to be a toss-up. Uh, I, I personally rate them a little bit better than LSU. I think they come in with uh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of things going for them this year. Uh, but I th- that that's going to be a great, great game for us. And I talked about a little bit of futures liability on L. But it's not much. It's, yeah. it's small. Is there anything in the Heisman market for either Jordan Travis or Jaden Daniels? We don't book uh, okay. votes here. <laughs> that's so <laughs> my philosophy. I know I'm a lone ranger on that, but that's what I'm doing. We're talking to Chris Andrews. Week one of the college football season gets going on Thursday night. Adam and I are going to break down the uh, the four matchups that are out there. Uh, Chris, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. You've, these games have been up for a month or so. Mm-hmm. What type of movement have you seen, and do you anticipate – much movement, you know, as we get closer to kickoff of these games? Well, first of all, let me answer the first part of that question. We had a lot of movement. Uh, I'm not afraid to use my opinion on lines. And uh, I always say my, my opinion is worth one bet. Well, it's been worth a bunch of bets so far, you know, but the lines moved. I mean, there's uh, a lot of uh, question marks as there is in every season. Uh, so we've had a lot of movement. I don't think there's going to be a lot of movement from here on in. Sorry, been shaped already a little bit. You know, the, the, these numbers have been beaten around pretty good. So I think right now we have pretty good, uh, pretty good, what we perceive to be an evaluation of these teams right now. I mean, there's going to be a lot of changes in the very near future, but I think we're pretty solid going into this week. I want to clear something up real quickly before we let you run. Uh, Hawaii played on in week zero Mm -hmm. and Stanford did not. And we expect Stanford to be one of the, probably the worst, if not the worst power five team. I want to clear something up. You guys took it down and then reposted it and made adjustments. Cause I think there's a misconception out there in the final 30 seconds. Oh, the betters were just hammering Hawaii and they got it down. You took it down and reposted that number at four, correct? Right. Okay. So have you seen Hawaii action come in though on Stanford? little bit, yeah. you know, but I mean, I readjusted my number. Hawaii, I think, wound up being way better than I thought they would be, yeah. you know, so I readjusted that number. I'm with you. We we knew Stanford was going to be pretty bad, but Hawaii was pretty bad last year, but, you know, Timmy Chang, you know, I mean, it looks like he's doing a pretty good job over there. He knows the number, too. I'm just, uh, he knows the number. <laughs> he does. I know he talked to them Chris about Andrews at Andrews Sports Sportsbook Director over here at the South Point. We take a look at the Thursday games to wrap up V-SIN's College Football betting podcast at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. 
You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Best Bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. The updated NFL betting guide will be released on Thursday, folks. Throughout the NFL preseason, the VSIN experts have been reevaluating every team to give you the betting edge. Our updated NFL betting guide will have picks from every on air host including me, team-specific preseason analysis, how to use VSIN betting splits, and football contest strategies. If you want to want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now's the time to become a VSIN Pro subscriber for as low as 19 bucks, or you could save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. It is a special live edition of the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. As we always like to say, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Three episodes each and every week. The Line Revealed show, which is live on Sundays here on VSIN, will be in the feed. Adam and I breaking down the updated power ratings of Adam, uh, the risers and fallers each and every Monday night into Tuesday morning, and then Matt Newman's and myself on Thursdays as well. So wherever you get your podcast, please rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe three episodes a week. And speaking of subscribing, make sure you do it to the podcast, but also subscribe over at vsin.com. Tim mentioned our NFL betting guide, our updated add-on to our 
original coming out here on Thursday. Lots of college football content throughout the week. Best bets articles from a variety of different VSIN analysts. I write up my power ratings and situational spots for the week. We preview the weeknight games. I mentioned new writer Tyler Shoemaker earlier on in the show, his proprietary tissue index system. He writes about best bets adjustments to that each and every week. We've got Steve Mackinan writing an analytics report with systems and betting trends. All of that is available to you for college football, not to mention all of our NFL upcoming NBA, NHL college basketball content. All of that can be yours over at vcin.com if you sign up for one of those pro subscriptions now. So Thursday, we will have a, I won't say full slate. We have four games, FBS versus FBS. There's a couple FBS versus FCS games on Thursday. Wake Forest in the post-Sam Hartman era. They take on Elon. Uh, Georgia State taking on Rhode Island. Uh, a handful of games like that. Missouri, South Dakota, Arizona State, who... Uh, be interesting to see how the Sun Devils prepare post uh, finding out that they will be uh, not eligible for a bowl game. But let's focus on the four games as we record this right now, Adam, that do have lines. And we'll start with uh, maybe the uh, the least sexy of them all and the biggest spread of them all. That's Central Florida, fresh into the Big 12, taking on Kent State. And we've talked about Kent State on this uh, on this podcast feed. For those of you watching and listening live, this is what you need to know. Kent State brings back zero, zero returning starters on offense. Their whole coaching staff is gone. I don't know what to expect from Kent State. What the market has told you is they expect Kent State to be quite awful. Is this game, depending on where you look, opened around 31? It is now market-wide Central Florida laying 37 with a total of 56. So my line's a little bit closer to what the opener was in the summer at 31 and a half. So this will probably end up being an adjustment for me. We'll see if I'm right on this game or not. The field could be very, very saturated there in Orlando, though. The hurricane isn't going to hit there, but they are going to get rain. There's going to be a little bit of wind Wednesday and Thursday, Thursday during the day, mostly for the wind. And keep that in mind at this time of the year. Wind is a huge factor. Heat and humidity could be a huge factor for some of these teams as well. Yeah, it gets hot and humid in in Kent, Ohio, but not to the degree of Orlando, Florida. So Kent State could kind of fall apart in the second half as they get a little bit tired. UCF probably goes with some tempo in this game as well. A lot of question marks, I think, for frankly, both of these teams, especially if UCF is mobilized enough to cover this big of a number. Not a play for me, but... I could see a live betting angle in this game where maybe if UCF starts slow, Kent State wears down later in the game, that could be a possibility. Uh, I know a couple folks, including Matt Humans, who you'll hear on Thursday. Uh, he won't be on this Thursday show to break down Thursday games. Uh, he likes the under. I think he played under 57 in Kent State UCF. On CBS Sports Network, 730 Eastern, this is the furthest NC State will travel the entire year, ladies and gentlemen. Out of Raleigh, they will go to uh, good old Hartford, the rent, on Thursday night. They take on UVA, Duke, Wake Forest, and Virginia Tech. So a very light road schedule for NC State. Uh, this is uh, the Peaches and Herb Bowl, if I would like to call, because of the song Reunited. This is the Reunited Bowl because Brendan Armstrong is reunited, and it feels so good with Robert Anai, his old offensive coordinator. And don't forget about Joey Fagnano, the new quarterback for uh, for UConn, who was with the uh, Nick Charlton, the old main coach. So uh, we see a couple reunited quarterbacks here. Let's start with the more uh, 
pressing one as uh, NC State about a 14 and a half point favorite. Brendan Armstrong in 2021, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, almost 4,500 passing yards when he was in the Robert Anai offense. What do you expect from NC State and what do your numbers say about Thursday night? Peaches and herb. Talk about a reference that went way over my head. Um, in <laughs> I, this game, I had to look it up. I will be honest. <laughs> okay, good. I don't feel so bad now. Uh, in this game, I have 17 and a half as a number, so I don't really have a ton of line equity. It's under, you know, it's 14 and a half. If it got to 13 and a half, I'd probably take a peek at NC State in this game. But, you know, Brennan Armstrong is a guy, as you mentioned, put up some huge numbers with Robert and I there at Virginia now reunited with him after a really bad season last year, seven touchdowns against 12 interceptions on a terrible Virginia team. Dave Doran's a really good head coach. I think NC state should be ready for this game. Brian Armstrong should be ready for this game as well. I think that maybe NC state could be kind of a quiet team to watch as the season goes along, but no play in this one for me. And, you know, credit UConn last year's UConn team was very, very formidable, much better than most of the teams we've seen here recently. It'd be interesting to see if they get off to a good start here in this one. Yeah. Big spot for them. Certainly at home primetime spot uh, for the Huskies. Very curious to see uh, the quarterback situation as a, uh, as the main transfer that I mentioned, beat out Taquan Roberson, who tore his ACL in the opener last year for UConn, and Zion Turner, who stepped in more of a, a runner, not really a throwing quarterback. So we'll see how the uh, UConn offense looks. Let's get to the two bigger boys, so to speak, and we'll go with uh, Nebraska at Minnesota. We haven't mentioned this one yet. Seen a little bit of line movement towards the Huskers. Of course, the Matt Rule era gets going. Uh, I'm Intrigued a little bit by the boys of corn here in this particular spot. You know, think about Minnesota. We talked about Kaliki Amanis, the quarterback, the Greek gunslinger who takes over for Tanner Morgan. But Mo Ibrahim has gone over 1,600 rushing yards and 20 touchdowns last year. Trey Potts transferred out to go to Penn State. So, you know, this is a Minnesota team. Um, seven points seems a little rich. I know Matt Rule's history. Temple and Baylor first two years were disasters. However, he steps into a much better situation, Adam, than he did at those two particular spots. Uh, I kind of like Nebraska here. Haven't gotten to the window yet, but uh, I, I like the corn here in this spot catching seven. Yeah, I, I did at seven and a half. I like this game. I have Minnesota a four point favorite in this one. So this is definitely one when you're talking about key numbers, a three, three and a half point overlay is more than enough for me to get involved in a game like this, you know, for Matt rule, I mean, look, that situation at Baylor, he kind of came in to clean up the program. Yep. It wasn't about wins and losses. It was about cleaning up the program here. It's about putting a pretty talented Nebraska roster in the right direction. And PJ Fleck has done a phenomenal job there at Minnesota. I do worry about the talent level of this team for this year. I worry about their bread and butter of running the football with Ibrahim. Now a member of the Detroit lions and click Manis. I mean, you know, look, he, could never beat out Tanner Morgan the times when Tanner Morgan was healthy. And even when he played, you know, three to four touchdown interception ratio last year, 54% completion rate. You got to be able to throw the ball a little bit in this Minnesota offense. If nothing else, I think Nebraska will play physical. I think they'll play more engaged. There'll be more attention paid to the details. Cause if you think about Nebraska, Tim, they had talented teams, but they'd screw up on special teams or Adrian Martinez would have a terrible turnover at the wrong time, deep in his own zone, or throw a pick in the end zone that that took points off the board. They just didn't pay attention to the little things under Scott Frost. I think they will now. 
I may, I think I might even sprinkle the money line in this one just because I think Nebraska's ceiling could very well be higher than Minnesota's this year. Jeff Sims is the new quarterback for, for Nebraska, transferring from Georgia Tech. I'm intrigued to see him play in the Marcus Satterfield offense. Marcus Satterfield was a South Carolina offensive coordinator. We'll wrap on this, the biggest game of Thursday night, the game including a ranked team in Utah and uncertainty at quarterback. And I think a lot of people are, are thinking back to last year when Kyle Whittingham didn't let anybody know. And October 27th, a Thursday night, Hey, Cam rising's up playing against Washington state. That's my gut that Cam, uh, that Cam rising will not play in this game, but we will see. How do you look at Florida and Utah, which has got as low as six at some spots. If Cam Rising was fully healthy, this is a double-digit number for me. I had it 14 over the summer. I brought it down to 12, then brought it down to 11. I think if Cam Rising completely doesn't play, I would have it at 5. So this line is shaded towards the idea that he's not going to play. I guess it's a remarkably difficult handicap at this point in time. And I tend to agree with Chris Andrews that Florida's not very good, but... Man, without the status of rising, I can't do it. I can't jump in. You know, Graham Mertz does play very well in these random first games. It's just Wisconsin against Illinois was something. The VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, three episodes at minimum each and every week. For Adam Burke, I'm Tim Murray. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.